Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios here for an exclusive interview. I myself am, of course, Colin the Music Man. And alongside me on the phone today, uh, we've got the Beast King FTM. Hello. How's it going today, Beast King? Uh, it's all right, I guess. Yeah, it's a good day. How's your day? My day's been all right. I, uh, I went back and watched some of you. Because you sound happy. Yeah, I mean... You sound genuinely happy. You sound like a like life's treating you good. Yeah, life's. Are you always like that? Life's always been good to you. Not necessarily. I mean, everybody's had their everybody's had their ups and their downs throughout life. But um, yeah, I wanted to start this interview off by asking you how you got into the wrestling business. Uh, by being an idiot, I guess. I was a young, insecure, fragile, frail skinny little bitch of a man I was in high school couldn't get approval from anybody couldn't get a friend to save my life and that life sucked and I needed a portal to get out of it to enter something else to become somebody else to live a life I really wanted to live even though it, even though it was a phony one and through some friends, I heard they were going to a wrestling school, and I joined them. And I found my calling. Because through what I do in wrestling, miserable little shit that I was in high school, no longer has to suffer. No. I take all that misery that I've had to endure through all my years of life, and I dispense it on others. Freely, joyfully, generously. That's why I got into wrestling. Yeah. Now, you mentioned in um, your interview with Alicia from Ambi that you threw... Yeah, what about what about Alicia? Where the fuck she's at? Is she at? What's she doing now? I, I'm not too sure. I'm assuming she's she's been doing a lot of interviews with other wrestling companies, but the one question that I had based off of that interview, you mentioned that you thrive on being miserable. Yeah. Could you go into detail a little more on that? You know what? People try to thrive on excellence. They try to thrive on success, but to find success, success is falling. I think success is based on compilation of, Things that you think you've achieved, while misery is always there for you, and it's always pushing you because whatever you try, whatever you do, succeed or not, you can always be miserable about yourself. It's the one through constant in any intelligent man's life, and misery. Some people forget about it, or push it back, or withhold it. We're trying to hide it, making it like it was something that they don't, they don't go through or live. But that's bullshit. I, I thrive on misery because I thrive on reminding everyone 
that is the purest sentiment in one's life. And they need everyone in this business for sure as fuck needs to be reminded that they're miserable bastards. It's like I was as a kid when I started out. They're miserable. They live and die for the approval of a couple of hundred people screaming their lungs out because for some foolish, stupid, athletic achievement. Well, deep inside, it's not about the sport. It's about being loved because they don't love themselves. That's what it is. And that's why I try them on. That misery, bringing it right back in everybody's faces. I am in 100% cohesion with my misery. Not everybody is. And I make it a mission to myself to remind everyone that they're miserable fucks. Right. Now, if you ask everyday wrestlers what their goal in wrestling is, it's to win championships and to win the belt. Would you say that that's your goal in wrestling or what would your goal in wrestling be? Not for shit. I really don't give a shit about a 10 pound pace. You know what? What I want to do at this point in my life I'm an old bag. I've been doing this for a long time. I've seen them come and go. I have a lot of friends in wrestling, contrary to what you might think. Some people have come to accept the man that I am. And they see that I'm a, they see that I'm a truthful, honest, direct, pure person. And uh, while they go for the belt, what I do, as I told you, is bring them the misery that they need to see. Well, it's, it's for them it's important to have that belt. I try to gain those titles for the simple fact that it can show anybody else craving for it, thriving for it, fighting for it, that you can't get everything you want in life. If that person needs it to be happy, I won't take it away from him just so realizes what real life is. Life ain't about a belt. Life is all failing to get that belt. Getting up, trying to do it again, and failing again and again and again. That's what life is. Failure. I'm honest about it. These people are not. Now, the snake. Yeah, what about it? A lot of people have questions about the snake first question is there like is there like a where did the snake idea come from it's not an idea it's an animal i've always loved reptiles i love every animal that there is i am a zoo fanatic i love going to the zoo goes back to the primitive state of everything of everything Snakes and reptiles are the most primitive and oldest races and species on this earth, more so than human. And they're pure, they're true, they have no ambiguity. They don't give a shit about humans. They're true to themselves. 
a cold calm. They'll only strike you if they have to. They'll only bite you if they're hungry. They're not aggressive. They're just so soothing and calming and beautiful. So is every little animal. I have dogs. I have cats. If it was only to me, I'd get rid of all the goddamn humans and populate this planet with animals only. I'd be much better off. Okay, now moving on. Um, I've been doing some work with Victory Ring out of Tedford, Quebec recently. And the first show that I worked on with them was Victory Ring's Rise or Fall. Now back at Overdrive, uh, the Dominator Dom Boulanger had a match for the Victory Ring Championship with Drew Onyx. But after Drew Onyx's partner Mike Marston came out to save Drew and attack Dom, you came out to save Dom from the attack of the Bone Collectors. This is something that wasn't exactly foreseen by the fans of Victory Ring. Can you sort of explain your actions behind that? I just like to have fun. And for what it's worth, I like Dom. Dom's a good man. But Dom is no fool. That's why I'm telling you, he's a good man. He knows what I am. He doesn't believe or think for one second that we're friends or even allies. We're not. It was that moment right there that I felt called for me to get there. Bone collectors are miserable bastards, but they're the kind of people that don't realize it or see it. They need to be brought back to reality. I'm gonna do that for my good old friend, my good old pal, Julonix. I love that man. I truly do. From the bottom of my heart, he's one of my best friends in the world. But I wanna break his soul and I wanna break his heart of spirit because he needs it needs me to do that. And that's what friends are for, right? Bringing you back to reality. I want to be a good friend to him and Marston. Uh, moving on to your tag team match at Rise or Fall with... You teamed up with Dom to take on the Bone Collectors. There was a spot in the match where you had Drew Onyx down for the pin, I believe it was. But then after, like, I believe it was after a count of two, you let up on the pin to go attack My Mike Marston some more. Did I do that? I don't remember. You got a better memory than me. If you show me footage, I could tell you I might have done that. Oh. I, don't, I don't think about what I do all that much once I get in the ring I let. Misery, rage, anger, fury guide me. If that very specific moment called for me to go to Mike Markson and try to rip his throat out of his of his body, well, then I did. If it called for me to get off Juonix and give him a little breather, so I could do, so he could have some hope about catching his breath, and then so I could choke him again, then it did. I really do not remember why I would have done that. 
but there was an immediate purpose to it. I can't recall what it is right now. Okay. Um, on to the last question that I have for you no, today. I... At Victory Rings Dominance yeah. in Fe- uh, next <clears throat> week, you face off against Surfer Mitch Thompson. I'm facing Mitch. What? What? Repeat that. Sorry. Surfer, I believe it's Surfer Mitch. I swore I could have seen it was Jesse Shambayan. But whatever. That is my bad. You are facing Shambayan. You are facing Jesse. That is, uh, that's, uh, that's a mistake on my Great part. Great journalistic skills, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my bad. I'll take the fall yeah, for that dude. one. How are you preparing for your match with Jesse? I'm not. I'm not preparing for my match with Jesse. I like Jesse. I'm going to go in there. And I'm just going to have fun with Jesse. Because Jesse's a tremendously talented person. He's got a great mind for this business. But he's a very insecure little fool. I'm not preparing. I'm eating, I'm training, I'm taking care of my family. I'm watching kids' movies with my son. I'm having amazing sex with my girl. That's how I'm preparing for champagne. This will be another day in the office. Maybe you can call it Misery Incorporated. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Doors open until the second I walk through the court, the curtain, and they close when I walk out. That's my business. I'm going to be going to my business when I meet Champagne. In the due time, in the meantime, I'm just going to have fun with life the way I see fit. Does that answer your question? That answers my question, and that answers all the questions that I had for you today. Beast King FTM, thank you for calling into the show. Good luck at Dominance, and we'll most likely be talking afterwards. We'll do. Okay. You have have a good week, brother. You as well. Thank you.